Geico presents, oh, uh, not again, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, man, so I was in a rush to get to work and I left the back door open. Could you shut it? I left it wide open. Uh, while you're there, could you also turn off the oven and all of the burners? <laughs> My mom never let me use the oven. I wonder why. <laughs> The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if it's your roommate's first time operating an oven. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Contour from Cox has all your favorites, all in one place. And with the Contour Remote, you can use your voice to find them on live TV, on demand, and streaming apps like Netflix, Prime Video, and more. See Cox.com for details. Hey, all you art history babes. Hi. <laughs> Wait I, didn't know, I didn't know you were waiting on me to greet them as well. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Babe Nation. We have a new giveaway. We love to give stuff away when we have it to yes, give away. We just have to save up to have enough stuff to give away. <laughs> when we acquire things <laughs> to give away, we like to give them away. And we have a new giveaway starting today, July 17th, and running through August 17th. If you purchase an item from the Art History Babes store at arthistorybabes.com, you will be entered to win this giveaway. And that is one entry per item. One merch equals one entry. Exactly. So if you get five merches, if you get three coffee cups and a t-shirt and a tote bag, that's five entries. That's, that's five. Five of them. So what's in the giveaway, you might ask? Well, let us tell you. An Art History Babe trademark t-shirt in cranberry. It is a size small, but it's kind of a big small. Yeah, it's a roomier. You could do a lot with it. You could. You really could. Listen to our Ruth Rippin episode. <laughs> we'll tell you all the things you could potentially do with it. You could get DIY with it if you want. There is a necklace, a very simple uh, black pendant necklace by a lovely listener who does handmade jewelry, Allie Bremer. It's awesome. It's like brass and black leather. It's cool as all hell. And then there is a print of the four of us in Berlin that was printed by our featured artist, Zach Clark. There's a crystal from the the mountains of Shasta, California. <laughs> mountains of Shasta. Oh my gosh, that's the fanciest it's ever sounded. From Mount Shasta, California, right downtown at Soul Connections. It's a pretty magical place up in Northern California. We've got a fun crystal from there. And then last but certainly not least, a catalog uh, from a Ruth Rippon exhibition. Mm -hmm. So if you're unfamiliar with Ruth Rippon, make sure to head over to our Ruth Rippon episode amazing ceramicist and it's a really beautiful catalog with some really cool images yeah so you can be entered to win all of those goodies all you have to do is you got to pull the trigger on that merch you've been wanting to buy and you can check out our new stickers which are very affordable four pack of art history babe stickers there's coffee mugs, there's t-shirts, there's tote bags, all kinds of cool stuff. And also our featured artist prints are up in our store. So a print set, a triptych by featured artist Zach Clark is available. And that also is included in this giveaway. So buy some merch, guys. It's, it's a win-win here. Yeah. Check out the merch, arthistorybabes.com. You walk away with something no matter what. Right? You're the winner here. <laughs> We're setting you up to win. <laughs> uh, also, we're on YouTube. 
I'm just going to keep reminding you all that we are on YouTube. In case you haven't heard. Uh, just dropped a new video. We're recording today. We're just trying to make all that content, podcasts, YouTube. We're all over the place. So make sure you get subscribed on our YouTube. Watch those videos, like those videos. And yeah, I think that's all we got for you. I think so. So enjoy the show. Enjoy. From Art History Babe Briefs. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Jen. I'm Natalie. I'm Ginny. And we are the Art History Babes. We have a baby episode on a personal fave artist that, that we have done a full-length episode on yeah. before. Check it out. I Way or the Highway. <laughs> I'm very proud of that episode title. <laughs> it's a really good one. <laughs> yeah. So definitely make sure to check that out if this sparks any kind of interest in you. But today we are talking about Mr. I Way particularly in relation to his work Sunflower Seeds, but also some other stuff he's done. What his whole deal was is he's alive. Yeah, he is alive. <laughs> he, is. Yeah. he is very much alive and active. So Ai Weiwei was born on August 28th, 1957 in Beijing, China. Ai is a contemporary artist and activist. His mother was a writer and his father was a famous poet in China. Before he was born, his father had been imprisoned by the nationalist government on suspicion of being a leftist. Mm. After the People's Republic of China was founded, his father was again accused, this time of being a rightist <laughs> under <laughs> Chairman Mao's anti-intellectual campaign. Dang. No wonder he has such a great sense of humor. I know, right? When I was only one year old, the family was exiled. It is no wonder then where I acquired his distrust and critical attitude towards mm. politicians and political systems alike. Seriously, don't blame him at all. I and his family were able to move back to China after the death of Chairman Mao in 1976. At age 19, he studied animation at the Beijing Film Academy. He was one of the founding members of a subversive political group called The Stars. After decades of policies wherein art was meant to serve the interest of the state, these artists were advocating for incorporating self-expression back into Chinese art. The group disbanded after only five years, but continued to exhibit together occasionally. I moved to the United States in 1981, spending time in Philadelphia, San Francisco, and New York. His first solo show, entitled Old Shoes, Safe Sex, was held in New York in 1988 at the Ethan Cohen Gallery. That's a great name for an exhibition. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty good. In 1999, I was chosen to represent China at the Venice Biennale, shooting him into the international spotlight. He co-curated a show with Chinese curator Feng Boi in Shanghai <laughs> that same year, entitled F*** Off. The exhibition's title translates as uncooperative attitude in Chinese, <laughs> but the blunter English language sentiment was deemed preferable, understandable. Mm -hmm. Some of the more famous works to come out of this exhibition are one set of photos in which he gives the finger in turn to the White House, the Forbidden City, and the viewer, and another in which he drops an ancient Han Dynasty Chinese urn to shatter at his feet. 
the Chinese government was not amped on the exhibition and they began to keep a close eye on I. Ah. Happy little accident there. (laughs) So this is a big deal. Like he on purpose destroyed a artifact for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. It's a very controversial piece of artwork. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So basically, I mean, these works and also the response to these works is very much commenting on the nature of the Chinese government and what it means to be respectful of Mm -hmm. China's history Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Chinese art and things like that. And it created a great deal of discord because, I mean, throughout the world too, not just within the Chinese government or the Chinese people, but because he was this contemporary artist who was very much legally destroying ancient artifacts but doing so as a contemporary art act right so you had people i think on both sides kind of arguing his rights to do so and what the act meant and what he was trying to say about communist china Mm -hmm. in this act and at this time the overall vibe of art in china was as it had been since the 70s very socialist by nature and Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with soviet socialist realism in line with that so representational art that is basically glorifying the communal aspects that lend to the state right and then right way way comes in he's like forget your community yes (laughs) yeah basically throws the urn on the ground Mm -hmm. and people get (laughs) <laughs> those works there's a lot more to them hmm. and we discussed those quite a bit at length in the full length episode so definitely check that out because he's also saying a lot about commodity and communism versus capitalism and all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy things but yeah as we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully carefully without disturbing it we notice that it moves like not at all it's inanimate and utterly without brain function but Despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. Sunflower Seeds is a 2010 work made up of millions of tiny porcelain sunflower seeds. Exactly 100 Million. Million. It feels so weird to say. <laughs> exactly 100 million. That's a lot of seeds. That's so many seeds. Wow. Lots of zeros. And they filled the enormous turbine hall of London's Tate Modern. And from a distance, they appear to be identical, but are each, in fact, unique. They are handmade. In the word of Tate Modern's curator, Juliet Bingham, quote, each piece is a part of the whole, a commentary on the relationship between the individual and the masses, end quote. Each seed is meticulously crafted to appear as a real sunflower seed. They are all handmade and hand-painted by people from the town of Jing Dejon. This town made porcelain for the emperor for centuries, but has fallen on economic hardship and modernity. In a video by the Tate, citizens of the town happily tell Ai Weiwei how grateful they are for the work. Apparently, 1,600 people from the small town worked on these sunflower seeds. The sunflower seeds hearken to portraits of Chairman Mao surrounded by sunflowers. The sunflower is an important communist symbol representing the citizens of China and their loyalty to Mao. 
In these portraits, the sunflowers are all facing Mao, making the claim that he is synonymous with the sun. Sunflower seeds are also commonly sold by street vendors in Beijing. In this way, the seeds conjured up happy memories for Ai of walking the city streets with friends. Unfortunately, by the time he exhibited this work in 2010, following a series of fines, arrests, and brutal beatings, he was essentially a prisoner in his own city. Examined through this lens, I sunflower seeds call to mind an oppressed, downtrodden society. Sunflower seeds brings attention to the made-in-China phenomenon and the geopolitics of cultural and economic exchange in the modern world. Porcelain is nearly synonymous with China, and Ai Weiwei has manipulated traditional methods of crafting this prized export. In an economy where machines are expensive and human labor is cheap, much is still made by hand. The accompanying video of Ai visiting craftspeople making the seeds especially underscores contemporary mass manufacturing practices in China. In this way, 100 million sunflower seeds brings attention to a sensitive political issue. On April 3rd, 2011, Ai Studio was searched and he was arrested at Beijing Capital International Airport just as the artist was boarding a flight to Hong Kong. Approximately 50 officers came to his studio and confiscated laptops and the hard drive from the main computer. The police also detained eight staff members and Ai's wife. Police also visited the mother of Ai's two-year-old son. Originally, it was reported that Ai was arrested at the airport because his departure proceedings were incomplete, but the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs later said that Ai was arrested under investigation for alleged economic crimes. On June 22, 2011, Ai was released from jail after almost three months' detention on charges of tax evasion. It was reported that Ai was granted bail on account of his good attitude in confessing his crimes, willingness to pay back taxes, and his chronic illnesses, which could be related to the supposed conditions of his detainment. He was prohibited from leaving China for a year after his release from jail. His supporters widely viewed his detention as retaliation for his vocal criticism of the government. Professor Wang Yujin of China University of Political Science and Law stated that the release of Ai Weiwei on bail shows that the Chinese government had no sustainable evidence of his alleged economic crimes. Drama. <laughs> so there is a lot of drama surrounding Ai Weiwei. And yeah, his detainment was a really big deal in the mm -hmm. art world. And he had to get brain surgery. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, he yeah. had like a brain yeah. bleed that was really oh severe. And they think it was related to one of these beatings that he received. Mm -hmm. So this is not some light stuff. <laughs> no, there was definitely violence involved. And among the other things we've talked about, like he has just been super vocal and has had so many works that are responding directly to the way government has handled things. He did works right. in response to the way the government handled earthquakes that resulted in the death of a lot of children. Yeah. He has responded to a lot of what has happened within the Chinese government and within the American government. Right. Like he has responded to things involving Trump and yeah. he's very political and he responds consistently to contemporary political events. If you are interested in him or just political art in general, he is very active on social media. So mm -hmm. you can check out his Instagram and all of those. 
I think I mentioned this on the full-length Ai Weiwei episode, but one of my favorite Ai Weiwei quotes is actually in reference to the sunflower seeds, and it's maybe being powerful means to be fragile. And I like it a lot because mm-hmm. he's basically talking about the smallness and the fragility of an individual sunflower seed. Mm-hmm. And I've just always really enjoyed that. So sunflower seeds, very interesting work. A lot of his work is just super layered and interesting. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to be re-releasing the full-length highway or the highway episode, as well as releasing a censored version of it, like right after this comes out. So if you like this... You can check that out, like, next week. Check it out. Check it out. Ai Weiwei. Ai Wei or the highway. Ai Wei or the highway. We hope you enjoy. Bye. From In 1999, I was chosen to represent China at the Venice Biennale. Biennale. I'm going to start over. The Art History Babes podcast is made possible by support from our lovely listeners via Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash arthistorybabes to help keep the Art History Babes going and for access to bonus content. Geico presents, oh, not again, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, man, so I was in a rush to get to work and I left the back door open. Could you shut it? I left it wide open. Uh, While you're there, could you also turn off the oven? And all of the burners. (laughs) My mom never let me use the oven. I wonder why. (laughs) The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if it's your roommate's first time operating an oven. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.